Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Today, we're going to be talking about how investment advisors and financial planners can cost you a lot of money when they're actually not doing very much. And I'm actually going to be using a, a real example from an individual at Fitbox that had about $50,000 at an investment advisor, and they were just getting you know money taken out of their pocket every single month, Okay. Now I get really, really emotional when I when I start talking about this subject because it makes me really, really upset. Now, before those emotions start coming out, I want to let you guys know, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, like the video. Uh, it helps us grow. Obviously, it helps you get notifications when when new episodes come out. So that way you can keep learning about finances. Um, also, share this with your friends so that way they can learn from this as well. It gives a a win-win situation to everybody when you subscribe. So thank you very much. Like I said, I get really upset when I start talking about this. This this topic that we're going to be talking about today about how financial planners, specifically investment advisors, can cost you a ton of money is actually one of the main reasons why I started Fitbox because I, I used to see this stuff left and right across the board with my friends and people that I knew and other clients coming to me. And it's just like, holy cow, like, we want you, I always talk about there's little tiny things you can do in your finances that add up to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars over your lifetime. This is one of them that adds to that, that if, if people just knew these things, what I'm going to talk about today, you could put a lot more money in your pocket in the long run. Okay. I'm going to give you some background on this. Okay. Is I've known this individual for a while now. Um, I'm not going to use their actual names so that way uh, because of privacy laws and whatnot. Um, but I've known them for a while. And uh, this individual, their their parents wanted them to start putting money into Roth IRA and they had a financial advisor. Okay. And the they started making the contribution to the Roth IRA for the individual themselves so that way they can the individual could actually save money for a house and all this other type of stuff. So that's besides the point. What I want you to remember is that this person went to this advisor because his parents used this person as well. Okay. And at this point with that advisor, they have about $50,000 in their Roth IRA. Okay. Now just keep that in the back of your mind. Now, most of the time, like I've seen this happen a lot where an advisor, like if I was a financial advisor and I had a client that had like five or $10 million with me and they had a child that they wanted to help, I would waive the fees on the child account because it just wasn't worth it for me. I was just trying to 
from a financial advisor standpoint, what I was trying to do would to be develop that relationship with that child. So that way, if the parents pass away and he inherits the money, he knows me, he trusts me, I wouldn't lose that five or $10 million account. That's what like advisors that actually manage big money, that's what they do. Okay. That's why they do it. And they waive that fee. In this case, this person didn't waive their fee for the child. Okay. And that, I will explain to you why this is such a big deal. All right. First things first, you have to understand how financial advisors, specifically investment advisors get paid. Okay. The easiest way to understand this is that if they, they charge a fee. So there's a couple different ways that they can do this. The easiest thing is just a flat out fee that they charge. So typically they charge one to 2% of your investment. Okay. So like this individual, like I was saying, they have about $50,000, um, with this, with this advisor. So the easiest thing is this for that advisor to charge between 500 and a thousand dollars a year, right off the top. Okay. And it just comes out of the money out of the investment, I should say. Now, this is important to understand because to you, it might sound like $500 to $1,000 is a lot, okay? But from their viewpoint, it's not. Because most investment advisors can only handle about 100 clients. That would be, be a lot. That's stretching it. So in this case, if this advisor had 100 clients that were all young, that only had $50,000 in an account, they would only make $50,000 to $100,000 a year. And that's on the high side, okay? So I want you to keep that in mind because it's like, okay, well, from the financial advisor standpoint, if that's what they're gonna be making on the high side, do you really think that they're gonna be spending a lot of time managing your money? Okay, so just keep that in the back of your mind, okay? But that's the first way advisors make money they charge you a percentage of your assets typically between one and two percent okay now the other way they can make money and this is more prevalent in the investment advisor world or had been in the past is where instead of charging you one to two percent they put you into mutual funds and the mutual fund pays them okay now so that way you don't see the money necessarily coming out of your account all the time okay there are two primary ways they do this. The first way is what's called A shares. And basically A shares, they pay a big chunk of money out of your investment right up front and they go through breakpoints. So most of the time, like if you have less than $50,000, it's like 5%, over 5% of your assets from your investment day one, right out the door. Okay, so like if you invested $10,000, they're taking over $500 in a fee right off the bat. For this individual, the one that I told you about, they're already above $50,000 in an investment, just slightly above that. So the upfront fee is 4.25%. So every year, this individual would invest $5,000 into their Roth IRA, okay? That means upfront, out of that $5,000, 212 of it, gone, right off the bat. So on that money, just to break even, they have to make 4.4% return on their investment just to break even. Okay, you think about that. Just to get my money back, I have to return 4.4%, okay? Then on top of that, there's an annual expense of 1.25% on this specific fund that this individual went into, okay? Now, the advisor 
only gets what's called a 12B1 fee out of that 1.25% each year. Most of the time on an A share, it's about 0.25%, okay? But I, it doesn't matter what they get. I want you to focus on what you're paying, okay? This person, again, they're putting about 5K a year into this Roth IRA and about $50,000 is already in it. The advisor is making about $212 in fees every year and the annual fees are about $125. So that advisor is making about $337 a year off of this person. Now remember, I told you, the most they can have in terms of clients is about 100 clients before their time, just they don't have enough time to take on more clients. So again, if he had all young people that had $50,000 in a Roth IRA, and he was only making $337 a year off of each one of them, that advisor would only be making about $33,000 a year. Now, for $33,000 a year, what type of advice do you think you're gonna get? The answer is none, and that's exactly what this individual has got. They literally put them in a fund. It was a small cap mutual fund, and the whole reasoning behind it is you're young, you got a lot of time to deal with the ups and downs, and this should grow a lot, and you say that you could take risk, so we're gonna put this in a small fund. And they just left it there for the last eight years. There's been no, I, I can justify a fee, paying that every year, let's just call it $337 a year. I can justify that if, if, if the person's like, hey, we're gonna be moving this around, we're gonna be moving this around, but again, an advisor's not gonna do that for $337 a year. I know advisors that wouldn't even do that for like $10,000 a year per client because it's a lot of work. They're not gonna do that. You have to have so much money to actually have that type of advice. Most of you are not gonna have that. And most of the time it's about $10 million before you really get personalized advice on that. So my question is, is why would you be paying that then if they're not getting that type of advice? I'm gonna answer that in a few minutes. Before I do though, that was A shares. So again, just to recap, the two ways that you can pay investment advisors that, that we've talked about so far is where they just take the money right off the top, one to 2% of the assets, that's it, okay? The other way is where they get commission. The first structure is, is an A share where there's money coming out up front and a small fee coming out every year, okay? And expenses, okay? Now the other way mutual funds can be set up is what's called a C share, okay? In a C share, they take nothing up front but the annual charge goes up. So instead of being charged annually about 1.25%, typically a C share is gonna charge you about 2% per year, okay? Half of that goes, 1% goes to the fund, about 1% goes to the advisor. So again, if this advisor chose to do that, and that counts at $50,000, he's making 1% a year off of that, that's about $500 a person. So again, if he has a max 100 clients, that means he's making $50,000 a year. Again, you're not going to get good advice if your advisor is making $50,000 a year off of all of his clients. It's, not, it's just not going to happen. And even if he's making a million dollars a year and you're just one of his small accounts, he's going to focus on his big accounts. He, he's not focusing on yours that's making him $500 a year. He's focusing on the ones that are making him 15, 20, 30 grand a year. Okay. So I want you guys to understand that. Now, this is where the industry makes a mistake because they justify things like A shares using those instead of C shares 
or they justify using A shares instead of charging you an annual fee of one to two percent because they say it's cheaper in the long run. And they're right. If you have hold your investments in the long run, like 30 or 40 years, and all you're doing is A shares, then in the long run, it would be cheaper because you're paying the upfront fee and then a uh, smaller uh, annual fee. But you have to keep the money with the same mutual fund company in order to keep, take advantage of those breakpoints. So like in this case, he had John Hancock mutual funds. He could never use any other mutual funds. The A shares that he paid, the fee, it doesn't matter. Those breakpoints don't matter to other mutual fund companies. So now you're locked into one company for basically 40 years. That's first and foremost. Okay, and those mutual funds might, might, might not be very good in the long run, okay, in terms of what they're investing. And I'll show you what I mean by that in a minute too, okay? But what the financial advisor doesn't understand is that they are looking at this picture in isolation. They're looking at it like, well, you came to me. These are your two choices. No, 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 no. The consumer, you have more than two choices. You don't have to do uh, you know, a fee to your advisor. You don't have to go into a mutual fund. You can do this yourself, or you could use technology to assist you doing it, and it's a lot cheaper. And that's what financial advisors don't understand. And since they're not really giving you any advice and actively managing your account, why would you not do those other things? So let's take a look at those choices, right? And I'll, I'll sum this up when, when I, after I've done showing you these two choices, okay? Going back to our example, again, this person has about $50,000 in a Roth IRA. They literally, this advisor literally did nothing. So there is what's called ETFs, exchange traded funds that literally do virtually the same thing as this account, okay? So the first ETF is IJR, it's by iShares, the other one's the ticker's VB, it's, it's Vanguard small cap fund, okay? I'm gonna highlight this with IJR, okay? Very similar fund, they both go into small cap, okay? Now, you're paying this advisor to actively manage your money. Over the last 10 years, the expected return of that actively managed fund that this person just put you in is 6.86%, okay? And that's before fees, that's before fees, okay? That's just what the fund would return with no fees. AR, with no fees or anything else, returns 7.7%. So almost 1% higher, okay, with IJR. But here's the other side, okay? That mutual fund, I'm talking about risk, and we look at standard deviation in terms of risk, okay? The standard deviation of that fund was 18.9%. The standard deviation of the ETF IJR is 16.72%. So to summarize that, the ETF has a higher expected return for a lower amount of risk. Just off that alone, not even looking at fees, it's like, well, why would you use that mutual fund? That makes no sense. Just use the ETF. Like, it makes no sense, right? That's before fees. Let's talk about fees on that ETF. The fee on that ETF is 0.06% a year with no upfront fee. The A shares this person was going into was charging 4.25% upfront and 1.25% per year. 
So if we look at the A shares, okay, plus what they're being charged in terms of the, the yearly expense, the person is basically being charged $837 per year in A shares. If they use the C shares that I was talking about, they were getting a $1,000 charge expense per year about. And they don't get any active management on that. That ETF for that same $50,000, the fee is $30 a year versus what they're doing of $837. That's $800 a year they are saving if they use that ETF, okay? Now, that's one way, do it yourself. You might be saying to yourself, well, I don't wanna do it myself. That's why I gotta pay a guy like this. Well, there's this little thing called technology nowadays that make it so that way if you don't need to do this, and I'll give you an example, and of course I'm biased because of the technology we created with, with Fitbucks. First of all, with your financial planning subscription, like if you have your 401ks and investments, we can discuss this stuff with you. We can't do the actual investment through the subscription, but we can talk about how you should have these things allocated without like just with our regular subscription. If you guys don't know right now, we used to, we do like webinar specials on the uh, pricing. And so normally it's $45 a month. The discounted pricing we got on webinars, we got such a great response from it. What we've done in anticipation for like student loans starting up this year too, is that we decided to put that discount live to everybody. So right now, like our monthly subscription is only $18.99 a month. And if you sign up for the annual one, it drops it down to like $15.25 a month. So we can help you for that low cost on like your 401ks without you having to pay like a financial planner and an investment advisor $1,000 a year, okay? That's first and foremost. Now, if you said, I don't want to have to open up my Roth IRA by myself. I'd rather have someone do it. Okay, I'll give you an example of how we actually, because if you actually say, I want Fitbooks to do it, this is how we do it. We have what we call a hybrid robot advisor. Okay, and I'll use that as an example to show you this, okay? We act, when we actually manage your money, okay, with our hybrid robot advisor, we are actually actively investing it and moving it around based on your ability to take risk. How do we know what your ability to take risk is? We use technology and algorithms from your Fitbucks profile to analyze what type of risk you have in terms of the ability. That's why we ask everything from like, do you run marathons? What's your profession? When you build your profile, we ask all those questions because that factors in like your income and the risk to your income. That affects how you have your investments allocated. We also ask like, what's your debt and everything else? Because those debts, your cash flow, your budget, it affects your ability to take risk. So we are actively managing it. So you, all you have to do is be updating your Fitbucks profile and we would be actively managing what your allocation should be in your, uh, in your accounts, in your investments. For that charge or for that service where we actually do that investment for you, we charge a half a percent per year. So keep in mind, this, this advisor, this investment advisor, was not actively managing anything. And they were getting charged for over 4% upfront and 1.25% per year. With us, we're actively managing it and we're charging 0.5%, nothing upfront and 0.5% per year, okay? Because of technology, it makes it a lot more efficient. That's why we get charged so much less than everybody else, okay? That's why I don't wanna name, there, there's competitors out there, they have robo-advisors, I think a lot of them are crap, so bias, use ours, right? Hint, hint, wink, wink. But 
I'm just using this as an example. So I'll deeper dive into this, okay? Same thing, $50,000, okay? The do-it-yourself approach. If they said, look, I just want to put this in a similar type of ETF, right? Like this person did. This person doesn't use our investment hybrid robo advisor. They just have our annual subscription for our financial planning. And they said, look, we're paying this guy to do this. Well, you know, is there something that we could just put this in that's cheaper? It's like, yeah, you can, if this is all you want to do and this is what you're lined up with, put it in this ETF because they like doing this stuff themselves as well. Okay. So they're going to drop their fees from like $800 a year down to $30 a year by doing it yourself. But even if they said, Hey, Joe, like I want to use the hybrid option that Fitbucks has, we're actively managing it. And it would be in their case about $250 a year to actively manage that money. Versus what they're doing with an advisor that has no active management and paying $837 a year. Okay. Now, you guys, I hope you understand going through this podcast. When I said in the very beginning, this stuff, I get emotional about this because it pisses me off. But it's like, this is no reason for this. Okay. And people ask me about like our 0.5% fee. The only reason why we charge that is, first of all, our technology partner that we do this with, Betterment, they charge, I think it's like 0.2% per account, okay? So we get like 0.3% account on that back end, but we, Betterment won't allow us to build the technology out yet to automate it, like all the adjustments that we got to make. So we literally go in to each portfolio every single uh, quarter and adjust it based on your Fitbox profile. So there's still a manual piece. That's why we charge the 0.3%. When we finally get the ability and Betterment okays us to automate all that, we're dropping our fee on that too. Because again, it's technology. It does it for us. Why, why would we be charging someone almost a thousand dollars a year? Again, I it unnerves me when, when I think about it. Um, you know, it's just just such a waste of money and, and for something that can be automated and technology is doing it all. Right. I just, yeah. So to wrap up this podcast, wrap up this video, okay? If you're using an investment advisor, not necessarily a bad thing, but if anything, if I had to pick, don't use mutual funds. I, I mean, they, in my opinion, they're a waste of money. You're better off using an ETF. And if you want to use a regular advisor to do that, <clears throat> you know, it's going to charge you about one to 2%. And I don't know how much service you're going to get. Again, I'm biased. I would rather use us, um, you know, or any other type of type of technology to help you. Um, don't get ripped off at the end of the day. And that's when I see people going into mutual funds. It's it's like, why? And when I first saw this mutual fund and this investment, my first response was <clears throat> the advisor is probably waiving the fee. Because they can waive the 4.25%. They can waive the 12B1 freeze I told you about every year. And I thought to myself, oh, well, they're probably waiving it because this person's parents have a high account with them or a big amount of money with them. That wasn't the case. He's still charging this person. It's like, anyways, I digress because I can rant on that for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Okay. Um, so that is the podcast for today. Hope you guys learn how to save some money on this one today. 
you got any questions, let us know at Fitbucks. Sign up for our special right now for the financial planning technology. If you guys need help, you know how to get to us, fitbucks.com. Subscribe to the channel as well. We'll talk to you guys soon.